Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU fans, get more savings and more benefits with Boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. You'll enjoy free delivery and two fuel points for every dollar you spend on groceries and lots more. Membership starts at just $59, so sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost. After one quarter of play, BYU leading Utah State by a score of 14-7. And the Aggies getting off more than 20 more offensive snaps than BYU in the first quarter, yet BYU leading it by a touchdown heading into quarter number two. And as we, as we come into the second quarter, it will be third and three for USU from the BYU 17-yard line. Jaron Hall, a, a two-for-five passing quarter for 65 yards and a touchdown. He only had two drives to work with in the first quarter, and the first drive was two passes, two completions, and a touchdown. His second drive was a three and out on three consecutive incompletions. And it was good to see Gunnar Romney get back in that first quarter and make his first snap. A big catch to put BYU in scoring territory to begin the game, Riley. Boy, was it ever. He just, we, we said, because we know he's been working out, like he's been running routes, practice. He's just been restricted from contact for about the last month, but he's been, you know, as capable and, and, uh, physically fit as any wide receiver out there so for him to get that first play was big time and then they came right back to him on first down of the second drive and that's where I noticed you know he's getting held he ran a comeback route the receiver kind of had his uh, jersey in his hand and uh, you know that'll be interesting that to me is the biggest thing can BYU adjust if the refs are going to allow this Utah State secondary to play while grabbing and holding uh, you know within the rules can they adjust and create separation and recreate the magic that they captured on the first drive. Trivial note from the opening quarter, BYU's five plays were all passes first time in the Kalani Sitake era that BYU had zero rushing attempts in the first quarter. That stat courtesy of our stats intern Ty Witt tonight. Ty, nice work. Yeah, no rushes for BYU in the quarter, but only Five snaps. I don't think we've ever seen a, a quarter of football where one team gets off five offensive plays. No, I mean, this is unprecedented, right? 27 to 5. And listen, as a former fullback, I'm sure Kalani will have something to say about that. I say that tongue in cheek, yeah. of course, because uh, the offense got off to a blazing start, but five and straight score, passes. And the scored on defense. And yep. by the way, uh, in the Kalani era, BYU 5 and 1 in home games when they score a defensive or special teams touchdown, as they've done tonight. Here we go. Second, a third and three Utah State, the hand clap for Lagaw. And Hando pulls it away from Calvin Tyler Jr. Fumbled the ball at the end of the play, but I think he got the line. The game was he down. BYU comes up with the football, but they're going to say Lagal was down Early and with a first down. down. Prior to the fumble, first down. Yes. Utah State. On third and three, got four. And so a productive first half for Cooper Lagal thus far. It's a first down in the red zone from the 13-yard line of BYU. Ball directly between the hash marks. It's first and 10 Aggies. Cougs up. 14 to 7, 15 seconds into quarter number two. In shotgun is Lagak. Calvin Tyler Jr. has indeed returned to the game in a timeout. The ruling on fumble is under further review. So timeout for the review. So this one is going to be one of milliseconds. I saw on the nice, big, beautiful jumbotrons here. Mm. As he, yeah, as he's coming down, the BYU defender's hand hits the ball, but it's like his elbow maybe is an inch off the ground or it may have already made contact with the ha- ground. This is going to be I, – I, I envision this being quite a lengthy review as they're going to have to go this go through this frame by frame. And, and the way Lagarde reacted – you got the sense that he might think it might have come out early because he really did try and go after the ball, which he did not come up with successfully. And as you look at the replay, 
he's almost horizontal to the ground when the ball gets popped loose he's not yet hit the ground and so you know i don't think it was necessarily a knee down because he's all he was almost in the air with his tote with his uh his tiptoes on the ground as the ball gets whacked loose and so this will be interesting. By the way, I think we, it's Micah Harper that's, it was, that smacks the ball was, loose. Yeah, thank you, Greg. That's just where I was going. I said we want to give Micah Harper credit as this is – listen, I mentioned the kind of grabbing and holding that Utah State's doing. That was something made popular by the Seattle Seahawks defense of the early 2010s. Well, what Micah Harper has on display, which is punching and ripping at every ball possible, is something also made popular by that same Seattle Seahawks defense that led them to two Super Bowl appearances. Micah Harper – executes this punch to perfection. You could argue that the only body part on the ground is Lagaz's hand as with the ball in the crook of his other arm, the ball gets knocked loose. I don't think he has a knee down. They may look back at this and say turnover number two on the night for Utah State. He's in the air and again almost horizontal to the ground when a ball pops loose on a hit by Micah Harper. And uh, it's a lengthy review as Riley predicted but he may not have had anything down but a palm. Here we go with the call. After further review, the ball came loose prior to the runner's elbow touching the ground. In the immediate recovery, BYU gained possession of the ball. Therefore, by rule, the ball will go over to them. First and 10 at the 12-yard line. And the turnover troubles continue for Utah State. Giveaway number 14 on the year. And the Kooks take over with Utah State driving into scoring territory. By the way, after one quarter, BYU was being outgained by Utah State 131-65. to BYU no rushing, 65 passing yards. Utah State 105 rush and 26 passing into quarter number two. And another Utah State giveaway, 14 on the year to only one for BYU. And the Cougs have already turned the first Aggie turnover into seven. It was a pick six and a PAT. Now the Cougs get the ball back on offense. The defense gets it for them at the BYU 12-yard line. First and 10, ball between the hash marks. BYU left to right as we see it and you hear it here at LaVell Edwards Stadium. Under center is Jaron Hall. Stretch handoff to oh. Katoa, and Katoa oh, drops gives the football. Right back. And Utah State with the fumble recovery. BYU with its first fumble loss of the year. And it's Lopini Katoa coughing it up inside the BYU 10-yard line. Uh, just a bad exchange. You know, this is one. Really on the field, the fumble recovered by the offense. Second down. Oh. Recovered by the offense. So Utah State does not get the football. BYU <laughs> got the ball back. The Aggies were immediately signaling Aggie football. But underneath that pile, the Cougs catch a break as they get it back after all that. <laughs> that was one of those balls that changed hands after the pile. Because both you and I, Greg, saw it. It was surrounded by three Aggies on the ground. Somehow, a BYU player got in there and wrestled it back. By the oh. way, Houston Haymuli had an offensive snap on that last play. Hand off Katoa this time, and he's undercut, running to the left on a second and 15. No gain on the play. So third down and 15, that first touchdown drive for BYU was as good as BYU's looked on offense, certainly, but then three and out, and now fumble recovered by the offense. No gain on second down and 15. Now a third down and 15 for BYU back inside the Cougars' 10-yard line. Yet I mean, the Cougs still lead 14-7, 13-40 to play until halftime. Yeah, I was going to say, Greg, you still have the lead and there's still a lot of game left, but you just don't want to let Utah State continue to believe that they can play with you. It's a rivalry game. It's going to be the last one for a long time. you got to clean this up and clean it up fast. Hall goes to gun with Katoa to his right hip. Two receiving options left and right. 
Jaron Hall steps up, throws underneath, and loss on the play on the completion to Gunnar Romney. He is rocked back to the five-yard line. Loss of two. It'll be fourth and 17. It's back-to-back three and outs for BYU with a fumble recovered by the offense in the midst of all that. So the first possession for BYU, two snaps, two plays, two completions, and a touchdown. You've got a pick six for BYU defensively. You've got two takeaways for BYU defensively, but on offense, it's back-to-back three and outs. And again, Ryan Rico punting from his end zone. And I will credit the Utah State graduate assistance with that last play. That's one of BYU's most common third down and long plays where they drag a single receiver across to the three-receiver side, and they had that thing picked out such that Gunner was rocked the second he caught the ball. Snap to Rico, punting from his end zone. Some pressure, but he gets it away. But it'll be great field position for Utah State. A clean catch by Cooper Jones at the 48. Gets out of the 40, the 35, the 30. And Utah State first down and 10 inside the 30-yard line of BYU. So the Cougs have a 14-7 lead, but not the sloppiest, or not the tidiest of seven-point leads, as there has been some sloppiness for BYU. Penalties, a fumble, and uh, back-to-back three and outs, part of the early story of this game. We'll be taking a timeout with 12.26 to play. Oh, no timeout. We'll stay right here with it. No timeout at all. We'll get right to the Utah State offense at the BYU 29-yard line. Yeah, I, I mean, there's something wrong with it. That That's right after a punt return, right? Inside uh, on the BYU 29-yard line. You mentioned the back-to-back three and outs, but giving your opponent this kind of field position. And credit Cooper Jones, the, B, the Utah State punt returner. Uh, he caught the ball in traffic, made a nice couple of moves. But, man, anytime your opponent's starting on your own 29, that doesn't leave much margin for error. 18-yard punt return for Cooper Jones. And it's Utah State first and 10 at the BYU 29 with 12.26 to play in quarter number two. Utah State is running its 34th play to BYU's eight here in the first half. Quarterback keep for Laga, and Laga shakes off a tackle for a seven-yard gain, running between the hash and numbers left side, off tackle left. It'll be second and three for Utah State. Football is a funny game. 34 to eight in plays, 14 minutes to three in possession time, and yet BYU's the team with the lead. Those numbers I gave you were Aggie advantages, but it's BYU 14, Utah State 7. Lega, chest-high snap. The handoff to Tyler. Tyler, following blockers to the left, receives contact a yard upfield and is kept shy of the line to gain by two yards. On second and four, gain of two, Tyler batting the tackle of Tyler. It'll be third down and two for USU. The ball's at the 21, line to gain to the 19. Ball on the near hash as Utah State goes left, right to left from our vantage point. Two wide receivers left, single wide to the right. Not a lot of wide receiver involvement in this game. They're making Cooper Lagat keep it close to the vest. Lagat, shotgun. Tyler to his left hip. Third down and two. The give, Tyler. Tyler rocked by Lorenzo Fawate. I think that was Fawate who popped him at the line of scrimmage. It was. Falls ahead for a yard to the 20. So now decision time. Fourth and one for USU at the BYU 20. No decision. Blake Anderson right there by the line of scrimmage. Not even a hesitation or look towards the special teams unit. Here they go on fourth and one. Fourth and one. Ball between the hash marks. Need to get to the 19-yard line. Cooper Lega in gun. Calvin Tyler Jr. to his right hip. Two wide receivers left. Single wide right. Now they pause and look to the line, to the sideline with a 15-second play clock. After three offsides from the BYU defense, they were trying to get a cheap one again. Motion a tight end from left to right. The hand clap of Laga. Might they let this go down? Four and three, and timeout taken by Utah State. So, Marley, you're right. As jumpy as BYU's been. Utah State will take the first charge timeout of the half. And we'll take it, too. So 10.46 to play until halftime. BYU 
14, Utah State 7. The Aggies a fourth and one of the BYU 20 after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Before we get to the scores, let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Pickens tonight, besides our game, only one other game in college football. South Carolina hosting South Carolina State. And it is South Carolina with a 22-7 lead in the third quarter. Also in the NFL, a game tonight. The Bengals leading the Dolphins in Cincinnati 7-3. Back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Chef, thank you. BYU football brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar has introduced a new cougar tail puff inspired by our very own 16-inch maple bar served here at Lavelle Bird Stadium. And the best part about the Built Cougar Tail Puff is that when you support the when you buy one, you support the BYU football program. All right, so we are back in here at Lavelle Bird Stadium. BYU 14, Utah State 7. And Levi Williams comes in at quarterback on a fourth down and one from the BYU 20-yard line. Cougs 14, Aggies 7. And Williams, with Calvin Tyler Jr. was left, takes the snap at the knees. And on the fourth and one, lowers the shoulder pads and drives ahead. I think he got the line to gain. Needed the 19, got to the 18-yard line. So on a fourth and one, Utah State converts. Utah State has now run 37 plays on offense to BYU's eight. So, Greg, Lagat is not small by any means at 215 pounds, measuring about 6'1", but Levi Williams is 6'5", listed at 230, but he's probably closer to 235, 240. So it would make sense in short-yarded situation if you're going to do QB run. Simple physics dictates the bigger man. Williams, the Wyoming transfer, a week after Wyoming came to BYU. It's Utah State trailing 14-7. Lagat back in. Lagat hands off Tyler. Tyler comes to the near boundary, and he was angled to the edge by... Talon Alfrey for the tackle. And a force out after a minimal gain. Maybe a half yard on the play is all. 10-14 to play until halftime. Average starting position for Utah State, it's own 38. BYU, it's own 20. The possession time is double figures in minutes in Utah State's advantage. And again, it's almost 40 plays run to BYU's 8 right now. And yet the Cougs have the lead of 14-7. Tyler to the right of Laga Shotgun. Belt high snap to his left, corrals it, goes for the end zone for McGriff, and makes the catch at the back of the end zone incomplete. And there was a jersey tug that could have been called that was not, as McGriff had to extend himself at the back line, and it was beyond the end line when he made the catch. Goes as an incompletion. So one of the things that's tough about these wide splits I mentioned earlier that Utah State's run, it doesn't leave a lot of... Illegal touching. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, the official on the near side threw his hat down. He believes that uh, McGriff went out on his own. And Utah State's coaching staff yeah, quite incensed on the sideline. They're going to wave it off because he was out of bounds when yeah. he caught it. You can not ha- You can only have a legal touchdown if you come back in and touch the ball when it's live. The ball was never live. He got pushed out of the sideline, and that's where I was going. These wide splits don't allow for a lot of margin of error. D'Angelo Mandel, who was in coverage on McGriff, pushed him out of bounds right out of the uh, right off the ball and he never was really able to establish any kind of footing back inbounds hence the throw out of bounds and incomplete it was ruled on field the utah state player stepped out on his own therefore illegal touching number 10 of utah state the penalty for that foul is also down the previous spot third down interesting so the third down and 10 from the byu 18 yard line 
Utah State is five for nine on third downs in this game. BYU's had only two third downs, has yet to convert one. And the Aggies are about to snap their 40th play on offense here in the first half. BYU's had eight offensive snaps. Yards per play, BYU 7.2, Utah State 3.7. This game's got numbers all over the place right now. The one that matters most on the big board, 14-7, BYU leading it. And here we go. It is third down and 10 for the Ags near hash from the BYU 18-yard line. Cooper Lega awaits in shotgun. Tyler to his left. Receives the snap on a three-step drop and guns it for the end zone. It's batted away in the end zone. The pass breakup from Micah Harper. Nana Davis was the intended receiver. It was Jacob Robinson broke it up. Jacob was there. So Jacob Robinson, the flag flies at the end of all that. I believe that one's on McGriff. McGriff and D'Angelo Mandel down here against the sideline going after each other. And I think I, I saw McGriff. I think I saw the tail end of what was a push or a shove or maybe even a punch thrown by number 10, but from Utah State. We'll see, though. I've, you never know who gets caught in these little scuffles. Yeah. Jacob Robinson, by the way, his second pass breakup of this game against his former team. Here comes the call from referee Christian Watson. After the play, in sportsmanlike conduct, Utah State, head coach, 15-yard penalty, or a main fourth down. But that's the head coach's first in sportsmanlike conduct call of the game. So head coach Blake Anderson whistled for the infraction and flagged down. It'll be fourth down and 25 for Utah State back at the 33 of BYU, which means a 50-yard field goal try is forthcoming from Connor Coles. And Connor Coles' long career field goal, 52 yards against BYU one year minus one day ago. October 1st, 2021. So last year in Logan, it was Coles from 52. Now it's Coles from 50 on the near hash to make it a 14-10 game. 9.40 to play in the second quarter. Long snap is placed down. Swing of the right leg. The end over ender is through for three. And Utah State makes it a 14-10 football game with 9.34 to play in quarter number two. We'll take a timeout. Cooks 14, Aggies 10 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tonight's game brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Well, BYU to begin this game on offense, snapped two plays for 65 yards, ended up with a touchdown. So 65 yards in their first two plays, minus seven yards in their next six plays. And those are all the plays BYU's run. Eight offensive snaps in this game with 9.34 to play until halftime. BYU will get the ball back on offense as Utah State kicks off after a 50-yard field goal from Connor Coles. And that 50-yard field goal followed a seven-play possession that went minus four yards. So BYU's last drive went minus seven, and Utah State's last uh, last drive went minus four. As the Cougs lead this one 14-10 here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU will be on the road at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas a week from Saturday. Play Notre Dame and back home for Arkansas. BYU and Arkansas are right around each other in the top 25 poll, uh, top 25 polls this week. Jaron Hall tonight now with 329 pass completions. He passes Riley Nelson and Virgil Carter for 17th place in BYU career completions. Greg Rubel with Riley Nelson. 
here in our Bill Bar broadcast booth. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field and in the Zions Bank end zone. For big time banking with a home team feel, Zions Bank is for you. Elliot Nimrod will be the kickoff man for the Aggies. Hobbs Nyberg, the deep returner for BYU. His last return saw him take it from three yards deep out to the 35 yard line and it set BYU up for that 65-yard touchdown scoring drive. Here's something interesting, Greg. Miles Davis, who everyone was so excited after his great great out breakout game last week, yet to play a snap because mm. BYU has had so few cracks at it. Nyberg from one yard deep will take it out. Nyberg 15, and not the same success this time. 17-yard line, so BYU minus 8 there as they would have had at the 25 had Nyberg taken a knee. Or fair caught instead, took it out, and why not? He just returned one for 35 on his last return from the end zone, but this one is kept shy of the 20. So from the 17-yard line, BYU first down and 10. Just the ninth offensive snap to 39 for Utah State here in the first half. Jaron Hall shotgun. Jaron three of six, by the way, for 63 yards and a score. He's in shotgun. Chris Brooks is off his left hip. Cody Epps, one of two wide receivers to the right side, two on the left as well. Jaron Hall throws to the right to Cody Epps, makes the catch between the 20 and 25, spins out of a tackle and down at the 26-yard line, 26 and a half, almost a first down, a gain of nine. It'll be second down and less than a yard for BYU. So ball near hash line, BYU going left to right as we see it and you hear it. North to south here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Dark clouds loom to the north, our left. It was rain before the game. They'll go pistol now. Brooks behind Jaron Hall in gun. Tight end and two wides to the right. Single wide field side, left side. They'll motion Cosper to the backfield. Fake fly sweep, a short boot for Jaron. Steps out to the right, steps up in the pocket. As he climbs, he goes down. He is dropped for a sack. Back at the original line of scrimmage, it'll be third down and 10. Loss of nine on the play. MJ Tafisi, the Washington transfer with his first sack of the season and his sixth tackle for loss. So that was a two-man route down the field. Hopefully your back can get out of protection after he checks blitz. But Utah State triggered a blitz when they saw the shot attempt. And it left Jaron with no options down the field. And he was trying to escape the pocket and got tripped up before he could. Two wides right, single wide left. Tight ends on either side of the line. Hall shotgun with Brooks. Third down 10 from the BYU 17. The handoff to Chris, so a conservative play goes for a loss on the play. The fans didn't like the call on third and 10. It ends up in fourth and 12. And BYU will go three and out for a third consecutive possession. So the Cougs' last three possessions have gone for zero yards, minus seven yards, and minus two yards. Greg, Utah State came into this game ranked 7th in the country in tackles for loss. Yep. That last play was their third tackle for loss. BYU's rushers, three people have carried the ball. Christopher Brooks, one carry for negative two yards. Lopini Katoa, two carries for negative five. Jaron Hall, one carry for negative nine for a total of four carries and negative 16 yards. Ryan Rico hammers one high into the night sky. Far boundary, catch made on the sideline and a step out by Cooper Jones. But great field position again for Utah State. The only thing not favoring Utah State is the score, the turnover number right now. <laughs> what a Every- wacky game. You've already said it. Maybe it's that Thursday night voodoo, right? Again, Utah State's done so many things that would have you think they have every right to be in the lead, but they trail 14-7 to with 7-13 to play until halftime. BYU 
leading it. But giving it back to the Aggies after this, it'll be Utah State first and 10 from the Aggie 43. Timeout on the field on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. All Pro Capital. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Forgive me for misstating the score before the break. 14-10 is our new score. The Aggies, a field goal on their last possession. BYU 14, Utah State 10, with 7-13 to play until halftime here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU on its last nine offensive plays has gained minus nine yards in total. Mm. First drive was two plays, 65 yards, and a touchdown. And with that pick six, Cougs have a 14-10 lead. To Utah State's credit, defensively, as they're about to embark on the, uh, their offensive drive, but I think they played too passively and saw, you know, BYU basically ran through them like water. They've shown to be much more aggressive, and uh, BYU is yet to respond in kind. First and 10 for Utah State at the Aggie 43-yard line. Utah State's plus 20 yards in average starting field position margin. Handoff Calvin Tyler Jr. He tried to make a cut on Micah Harper, and Harper slapped out the feet for no gain on the play as he ran it left. Mark, Micah Harper is quickly becoming one of my favorite defensive players for this BYU unit. He is so quick to fill from his safety position and make tackles at or behind the line of scrimmage. Talon Alfrey, who began the game alongside Harper, is back at safety with Harper on this second down. They give him a yard for second and nine. A play fake, a step back, and a flush out to the right as Lagat throws on the run. One of his few completions on the night. Complete to Brian Cobbs at the boundary for a short gain on second and nine. It's a gain of mm, they'll give him five to third down and three. And give him six. Third down and three at midfield. So third down and three Utah State. The ball right at the 50. Far hash as they go right to left here in quarter number two. BYU's up four. Cooper Lega in the gun. Gives to his back Tyler. He feels his way forward and has a first down and more. Needing three, got five. Utah State is outgaining BYU by nearly 100 yards here in the first half, yet trailing on the scoreboard 14 to 10. The yardage, Utah State. First downs, heavy Utah State. Third down conversion, heavy Utah State. Total snaps, clearly Utah State. Possession time, all Aggies, yet BYU leads. Chest high snap to Lega. A play fake and a throw far side. One-on-one completion made to Cobbs again. Cobbs the popular target for Lagat tonight. Clean tackle made on the play by Caleb Hayes. A gain of six. Make it seven. Second and three for Utah State. The skies darken, and not just because of nightfall, some threatening clouds as the Aggies threaten to get into scoring territory. Cooper Lagat shotgun in split backs. Hand off Tyler. Tyler gets second level. Looking active. Bounces off tackles. 25-20. 15-yard line. Utah State setting up first and 10 at the BYU 14-yard line. The only thing the Aggies have done is hurt themselves on promising drives tonight. They've moved the ball well against BYU. They go to tempo. They go back shoulder in the end zone with a flag on the play. The catch made by Cobbs for a touchdown. A flag is down at the pylon. As the Aggies went tempo and score, but, Riley, what do you see? uh, 12 men on the field. Utah State did not substitute. BYU tried to, and they caught it with 12. 12 on the field. Defense. That penalty was a con. It was over the play. It was a touchdown. 
So BYU favored by 24 to 25 points. Trails 16 to 14 with the USU PAT pending. I mean, and the Ags went hurry up and they went quickly and they went to Cobbs again. And Cobbs scores to make it 16 to 14. Fifth catch of the night for Brian Cobbs, who led the team coming into tonight. And BYU has been untidy from almost the get-go. And you'd never know by Utah State's preparation that this was a short week, that they're playing this game on a Thursday. They're, you know, limiting BYU in a lot of things that they like to do. They're limiting their ability to substitute. They're keeping players on the field. They're catching them in disadvantageous uh, personnel groupings. The Aggies came to play. Well, 5.04 to play in the first half. The PAT from Connor Coles is up and good. And it's Utah State 17 and BYU 14. 57-yard drive, six plays and 2.09 off the clock. The Aggies are on top against heavily favored BYU. Not only short week, but backup quarterback for the Aggies too. And yet here the Aggies are. And they've essentially had their way with BYU in the first half. We'll take a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Athletics would like to thank NutraCost, tonight's game sponsor. NutraCost, the official supplement provider of BYU Athletics. Well, for a lot of this first half, the Ags had the advantage everywhere but on the scoreboard. And now they've got that one too. Here are some numbers for you. Yardage, Utah State 200, BYU 56. Rushing yards. And check this out. Utah State 147, BYU minus 16. First downs, Aggies 14, BYU 2. BYU without a third down conversion, 0 for 3. Aggies 6 for 11. Total, total plays, 45 to 11 in Utah State's favor. Possession time, 19 minutes to 6 in Utah State's favor. The Aggies have turned it over twice. BYU yet to turn it over, and that's why the Cougars are where they are, down just the three, and one of those Utah State giveaways was a pick six for BYU. Yards per play and turnover margin is the only category BYU leads in right now. BYU 5.1 yards per play to Utah State's 4.4. But again, the Cougs' last nine snaps have gone for minus nine yards. Utah State 17, BYU 14, and the Ags kick off to BYU with 5.04 to play until halftime. Elliot Nimrod to boot away to Hobbs Nyberg. And if Hobbs gets one in the end zone this time, he may just take a knee. And he'll let this one go past him in the end zone where it drops in for a touchback. BYU out to the 25-yard line. Well, the Cougs in each of the last two home uh, last two home games, Baylor and Wyoming, have scored right before halftime to give themselves the lead and a real shot in the arm. And that's what BYU needs right now. Five minutes to go till the break and the offense with the football. Now trailing 17-14 to 14, the Cougs behind Utah State here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I think the Aggies are already going to go into halftime having surprised themselves about how well they played or at least the, what the outcome was. Whether BYU scores or not, what you can't do is let them go in with the lead because that'll be like gasoline on the fire that's burning of their confidence. So Miles Davis now as he vacates the backfield on a throw underneath. And to Braden Cosper, the catch, a gain of six from the 20 to the 20, 25 to the 31-yard line. Cosper with the reception is first of the night. Only the fifth completion for Jaron Hall. Hall in shotgun. Hands off Davis middle. 
And Davis gets three, uh, gets two of the four on second and four. Third down and two for BYU, and a pretty big third down suddenly for BYU with 4.35 to go till halftime. I got to credit these Aggie linebackers. They are triggering hard on the run and filling holes. Again, you mentioned it's negative yard. It's one of their first positive runs in what, in what feels like multiple drives. Uh, but this, this Aggie front seven has come to play tonight. New front five for BYU. Freeland, Clark Barrington, Connor Pay, Joe Tukuafu, Campbell Barrington. Ethan Erickson is a tight end in. Trips to the right. Single wide to the left on third down and two for BYU at the Cougar 33-yard line. A catch made to move the sticks. The BYU's first first third down conversion of the night. Braden Cosper on the out to the right side and gets out to the 42-43-yard line. Gain of 10 on third down and two. It's BYU's just third first down of the night. And the Cougs tempoing it with under four to go till halftime. Cosper part of Twins to the left. Erickson and Hill to the right. A three-step, now a five-step. For Jaron Hall. He goes deep down the far sideline. He's got Cosper in. Braden Cosper makes the catch, falling to the ground for a first down inside the 20 to the 17 yard line. The New Skin, beautiful catch of the game, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. And the Cougs hustle right back to the line. Big play for BYU. Cougs in scoring territory. First and 10, 17 of Utah State. Jaron Hall shotgun. Miles Davis left hip. Snap to Jaron. Goes for the end zone and for Keanu Hill. Back shoulder and incomplete. On the near sideline in the end zone. It'll be second down and 10 from the Utah State 17-yard line. Andre Grayson in coverage of Keanu Hill. Really quick to go back to that Cosper play. Well done by him to fight off tight man coverage all the way down the sideline. And then credit to Jaron Hall to have the confidence to identify one-on-one. And even though Cosper had not created separation down the field, he trusted it and put the ball in a position where Braden could make a play. That was a 40-yard completion to Cosper. Third completion of 30-plus yards here in the first half. Hill rather Hall in the shotgun with Davis to his right hip. Pulls it away from Miles. Goes for the end zone. Romney is open and makes the catch. A beautiful leaping grab. Oh, he drops it as he comes to the ground. Incomplete. Gunner Romney had it in his hands for the touchdown, and he cannot haul it in. It'll be third and 10 from the Utah State 17-yard line. Okay, so Greg, can I, since it was made public, the nature of his injury, a lacerated kidney by falling on the ball, that was exactly, I imagine that that was almost what played in his body subconsciously. His mind was protecting himself from what happened in training camp. He lays out for the ball, and as he's bringing it in to his body, was about to land squarely in, you know, right in his gut, uh, and instead of falling straight on the ball, lets it go. Empty backfield for Jaron Hall and the Cougars. Third and 10 now from the Utah State 17. Trips left. Twins right, and now to motion trips, it's a flag on the snap. Ball start. Offense, number 56. Five-yard penalty. Remains third down. So the 40-yard completion set BYU up first and 10 at the 17, the big catch by Cosper, and then it's uh, incompletion, incompletion, false start and now you're looking at third and 15 back at the USU 22 it is Utah State 17 and BYU 14 three minutes 18 seconds remain until halftime Jaron Hall has a pass efficiency rating of 175.4 tonight seven for 12 for a buck 28 and a score no picks he's in gun now with Davis to his right hip twins left and right Davis will vacate for empty Jaron Hall on quarterback draw is dropped for a loss on the play And now BYU back at the 28-yard line looks at a 45-yard field goal try. And it looks like Jake Oldroyd will be given the shot. So on three consecutive misses, Oldroyd gets a look to tie the game from 45. Cosper 
makes the catch inside the 20, and then BYU cannot gain a single yard more, and in fact loses yards at the end of the possession. So, from 45 on the left hash, Jake Oldroyd to snap an 0-3 streak and tie the game. It is Utah State 17 and BYU 14. It'll be a left hash kick for the right-legged kicker. The snap back to Rico. The placement is down, and the Oldroyd kick is up, and it is through for three. Jake Oldroyd ties the game at 17 with 2.32 to play until halftime. We're all square here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And Jack, uh, Jake Oldroyd is back in the good column on his field goal tries. We're square. So for Jake on the uh, career, now 46 of 62 on his field goal tries and 5 for 8 on this year. 17-17 as we get ready for another pigskin scoring summary. It's brought to you by your Utah pork producers and the National Pork Board. Jake Oldroyd field goal setting it up. For every Cougar point scored this season, your Utah pork producers and Smithfield Foods will donate 75 servings of nutritious protein to the Utah Food Bank to help Utah families in need. For more information on points for protein, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. A 45-yard field goal caps a 47-yard drive. Eight plays and 2 minutes 32 seconds off the clock. That is your pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and National Pork Board. Oldroyd to kick off. North to south, left to right, ball in the air. The back spinner to the two-yard line, Terrell Vaughn. Has the 15 and not quite the 20. Between the hash marks, he stood up at the 18. The pile will push at the end of the play. So Utah State first down and 10 and a tie ball game. 17-17 is our score. Yeah, Greg, that was a, a huge kick for Jake. Um, as you look at, obviously, the three straight missed field goals, 45-yarder uh, against the wind, and he made that with 10, 12, 15, potentially 15 yards to spare. Uh, so, uh, you know, looking at this as a huge confidence builder for him, hopefully this is kick-starting the rest of the season for him. Mitchell, thank you. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with the home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. Cooper Lega, 7 for 13 for 53 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Passer rating under 100. Pass efficiency rating under 100. He's got Calvin Tyler Jr. to his left hip. He's in the shotgun. Ten personnel. No tight ends in the set. A play fake. They take a shot. And it's a completion made down to the 45-yard line of BYU. Tight end Brock Lane acting like a wide receiver. And the six foot four, 240-pound target picks up his first catch of this night and sets up the Aggies first and 10 at the BYU 45. Flag on the near side, Greg. Mm. And they're walking back. Right around the line of scrimmage. Another player downfield. Offense, number 74. Five-yard penalty. Makes first down. And how does that happen yeah, on a simple pass kill play? Yeah, Penalty number six against Utah State. Their penalties and their turnovers have kept them from probably having a, we call it, maybe call a deserved lead here in the first half. It's 17-17 with now 2.18 to go till halftime. So that backs them up, takes away a big gainer into BYU territory. Both teams on pace for double-digit penalties. Utah was Utah State was six in this first half. BYU with five for 37 yards. After the Kooks had 11 last week against Wyoming. Lagat in the gun. Pulls it away from the belly of the back and throws for 
a gain of four to Brian Cobbs at the far sideline, pushed out on the boundary. It'll be second down and 11, gain of four on first and 15. Clock is running. Depending on the success or non-success of this play, BYU might start using their timeouts in order to get the ball back with some favorable field, field position. Cooks have all three timeouts remaining. Utah State's used one. Play action for Lega. Looks to his right. Now flushed out to the left and throws underneath to Terrell Vaughn. Vaughn is tackled by a triple team of Cougars at the 25-yard line. Gain of seven on second and 11. Third and four coming up. The clock runs. BYU's yet to call timeout. Yeah, that's right. For them to get back to third and five puts them right in the position where a timeout potentially helps them and allows them to drop a good third down play. And so, and, and then obviously Utah State content to let the clock run as I think they're trying to get out of this half at tied at the worst. Third and three for the Aggies. A motion Vaughn from left to right, creating twins left. And now trips left with the tight end. Sturzer setting up right side. Five seconds on the play clock for Lega in the gun. Claps the hands, takes the belt high snap, throws to the right side. It's complete for a first down. On the down and in, Brian Cobbs again. Seventh catch of the night for Cobbs, and the Aggies move the sticks with one minute, exactly one minute remaining here in half number one. Utah State and BYU tied at 17. Now the clock rolls on the, on the set of the chains and the set of the ball. 50 seconds for Lega in shotgun. Utah State 36-yard line, line of scrimmage. Pressure from Tofa, forcing Lega out to his left. Squares the shoulders, throws to an open man, and in a soft spot in the zone. It is Terrell Vaughn holding it in inside the 45 to the 40-yard line of BYU, and the clock will stop again to move the sticks, and Utah State is threatening to score before halftime. They have two timeouts remaining. Now the clock rolls, and a spike as they clock it with 36 seconds to go till halftime. Utah State 17, BYU 17, second and 10 Aggies at the BYU 40-yard line. Nice job from Lega of keeping the play alive and making a nice throw to Vaughn, who settles for a completion at the BYU 40. And this BYU defense on its heels throughout the half. 246 yards gained so far by Utah State here in the first half with a backup quarterback making his first career start. 246 to 108 is the yardage tally right now in favor of Utah State. Tight end and wide receiver to the right. Twins left. Lagog gun. Tyler to his left. Play fake on a three-step. Lega throws to McGriff, who's again out of bounds. And again, the hat came off the official. So same official, same sideline, same receiver. And it goes incomplete to third and ten. So here's what D'Angelo Mandel... I, this little battle is turning out to be pretty interesting. What D'Angelo Mandel's doing is he's jamming McGriff off the line, but then he separates and allows him to run. McGriff gets so jolted off the line that he thinks in order to beat Mandel, he's got to get out of the... He's, you know, he runs out of bounds, steps out of bounds to try and create some separation, and D'Angelo's just content to let him take himself out of the play by, uh, you know, if he does come back in, it's illegal touching. It's third down and 10. Utah State at the BYU 40 in a tie ball game with... 30 seconds to go until the break. Shotgun snap to Lega. Takes it at his chest plate. Steps up in the pocket. Flag flies. Maybe a hold on Utah State as the pass is uh, broken up. Incomplete intended for McGriff at the 15-yard line. But there was a BYU defender, John Nelson, hauled down in the vicinity of the quarterback. Felt like a Utah State hold to me there. We'll see if that's how they view it. I think that's being a call. 23 seconds to go till the break. Again, incomplete on third and 10. Would Cougars take third and 20, a result of the play here? Holding. Offense, number 56. 10-yard penalty. Missed third down. So third and 20, back at midfield now for Utah State with 
23 seconds to play, and the Kooks have all, uh, all three timeouts remaining. After further discussion, BYU has elected to decline the penalty. There we go. Be fourth down. So result of the play, fourth down and 10 from the 40, not third and 20 from the 50. And there was further discussion. Yeah, there we go. So offense stays on the field for Utah State. They have two timeouts left. Fourth and 10 from the 40. The scoreboard shows second and 20. That's incorrect. It is fourth down and 10 from the 40. They need the 30. 23 seconds to play. First half, tie ball game 17 all. Lagaw with a 12-second play clock, looks to the sideline as the offense pause, pauses and waits. And now timeout called. Timeout called by Utah State. Timeout. Utah State. Second charge of the half. 30 seconds. Justin McGriff dropping and doing five quick push-ups as his team takes timeout. 23 seconds to go to the break. So the last uh, eight games in which BYU has been, uh, beg your pardon, that was a first quarter tie situation. How often does BYU have ties at halftime and what's their success rate like? Take a look at that as we're tied nearing the break. Not a ton of ties at halftime in the Kalani Sitake era. There was a tie with Toledo in 2016. BYU won that one. There was a tie with East Carolina in 2017. BYU lost that one. Tie games won with Wisconsin in 18, USC in 19. Washington State last year, tie ball game. And the Kooks won that one. The BYU Kooks, that is. Utah State deciding to punt after the timeout. So on a fourth down and 10 from the 40, they look to punt and pin with Stephen Cotsonley. Snap to Cotsonley. And you got too much of that. It'll get into the end zone. And it'll be a touchback and out to the 20 for BYU. So the Kooks first and 10 with all three timeouts left and 17 seconds on the clock. How risky do you want to be with a tie ball game in 17 seconds, Riley? I mean, Miles Davis popped a 70-yarder in the second half of the game against Wyoming. Chris Brooks had a 60-something yarder. We've seen Jaron over the years, not so much this year, but we've seen him in the past break off long runs. But actually, uh, they come out in victory formation. So that answers that. Yep. So Kalani will look to improve on a 4-1 and one record in tie games at halftime. We'll be tied at the break, 17-17. Snap to Jaron. He'll take a knee. And we will next hear what Kalani Sitake has to say about the first 30 minutes of football. Let's see us go to the locker room with both teams even, 17 apiece. Very interesting numbers to digest. Can I give you a wild number before Kalani hops on? Is, is it minus 21 rushing yards? <laughs> it actually has to do with Utah State's third down success. They're 7 for 13, just over 50%. They have had six third down complete, uh, conversions in their last three games. They mm. had three last week against UNLV, two against Weber State, and one against Alabama. And they matched that in the first half. First half tonight here against, against the ranked BYU. Okay, down to Mitchell with head coach Kalani Shitake. Mitch. Coach, an interesting start to this game is you trail in most categories by a pretty significant margin. Time of possession, total yards, you got negative 21 rushing yards. What's your assessment of the first half? Yeah, we're not playing good football right now, you know, and, and uh, we're fortunate it's tied up right now. So uh, we got to come out in the second half and play our style of football, making way too many mistakes in all, all the phases right now. So we got to go make some adjustments and get this thing figured out by the time we get, get to the second half. Yeah, not the cleanest start, as you mentioned. 
Um, what, what's the plan and, and what adjustments do you want to see made to stop and slow down Legault on this Utah State offense? Obviously, they switched up their game plan, which is more slow it down. You, you, they usually go fast and try to get uh, the tempo going. They're slowing it down and then trying to keep the ball, keep away from our offense. Offense needs to make, make first downs and sustain drives and score points. Defense needs to get out of drives and stop making stupid mistakes to prolong the drive, uh, the, the drive and help the offense out. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, thank you, Mitchell and Kalani. Halftime score 17-17, Cougs and Ags on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.